Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. You're now tuning into the Who They Want podcast show. The show that does everything they don't. Real talk with real people. Let's go. Mwah. Yo, 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 podcast land. Welcome back to another episode of Who They Want Podcast. Presents real talk with real people. And I got a treat for y'all. One of my hometown heroes, personal great friend of mine, who's an established published author now, officially on the record. We're here to discuss her book, Waiting for the Green Light, an intricate part one to a whole line of stories yet to come. Please welcome Arthur Nakemia Macmillan. How you doing, lady? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Can't complain. Just working hard as ever on this podcast. So tell us about this book, man. You got everybody beating down your Facebook pages and down your dough for it. This waiting for the green light. What does it entail? Talk to me, sister. Okay, Waiting for the Green Light um, is a book that I named that I come up with. Um, when I was trying to publish my book, my first book, I was in a domestic violence situation. Um, it, 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 was a, it was so bad that, you know, it caused a lot of hurt. It was a lot of hurt where it built up into unforgiveness and it built up into a lot of anger. And that was when the Holy Spirit spoke to me when I was going through my situation. And he spoke to me one night that you can't go further until you get rid of the anger. You know, these things that's been following you since you was in in your childhood, you got to let it go. So that's when I came up with waiting for the green light. Because in life, um, a lot of us, you know, we a lot of people say, well, you know, I tried this, I tried that but these doors keep closing in my face. Mm-hmm. A lot of times doors close in your face because you're holding on to past, past trauma. You're holding on to anger. You're holding on to frustration. I'm holding on to unforgiveness. So therefore, God has to close the door. You can't walk into the door with the same problem because you're going to meet people that is that, that's going to remind you of the same people that hurt you? Are you going to go to places that's going to remind you of the places that you got hurt in? So God wants to deal with the heart. God, God wants to go in and he wants to heal your heart before you can, you can, you can, before you can move on, before you can make a new start, he wants to heal you so that you can be happy and you don't have things holding over your head. 
A true story. Now you speaking some volumes right then and there. Yeah. yeah the and then, then and waiting for the green light. There's there's characters that have been hurt. They allowed their hurt to take them to places that they, you know, never thought that they would go. Places that they always frowned on, like for for example, being homeless, dealing in relationships that they had to sell because of the hurt. A lot of the women that's in that book, they met men because of their hurt, and it ended up being abusive. Yeah, it's it's, it's a great book because it's all about it's a, it it talks about molestation. It talks about how to overcome it. It talks about um it talks about anger. It talks about rape. It talks about being a black sheep in your family. How to heal from these things because a lot of times in our life. We, we go and we find things to self-medicate ourselves. We, we know, e- even if it's taking a drink, it's being in a new relationship. You know, like, let's, let's talk on the subject about women. You know, a woman gets hurt. So the first thing we do to, to make us feel better, we get into another relationship, but we haven't healed from that first relationship. So therefore, it's just hurt on top of hurt. It's repeated cycles of hurt. Mm. That is so interesting. And uh, the fact that you put that concept together is real life oriented because that is true. No matter what race you are, you still dealing with those situations. And a lot yeah, of us yeah. choose to stay in the closet on a lot of us, you know, try to put makeup over the black eyes and try to, you know, cover up, like you say, using these things, drugs or alcoholism or something like that to try to cover up this pain, but it's not going nowhere. And to you, right. like you said, reach out to God and then he heals your heart. So yeah, I'm very excited about this one. Yeah, because wait, waiting for the green light is um, basically saying like, you know, let me open your wound. The wound that you, you've been putting bandages on for years. Let me open your wound so I can go down and go down inside of your wound and I can heal your wound. We put salt on our wounds. We, we put bandages on our wounds. You know, we we just just keep putting things in there because we don't want to deal with the situation. But waiting for the green light is like saying that you know, God, I let go of everything, everything that that's hurting me. I want you to deal with it because I've tried it my way. So I need you now to deal with it, God. Uh, that is real talk, like for real. I'm so proud of you. You've came Thank a long you. way on this journey of becoming an author. Like you say, from posting on social media with tidbits from another story that will be relinquished later on down the line. But this one sounds like this is your baby here. Like it took some time for you to, you know, meditate and get your soul and everything in order yeah. to relinquish this story. And I'm just want to say here, like you deserve your flowers while you're alive for this. Thank you, you. You done turned tragedy literally into triumph. On your own terms. Yeah. You're overcomer. Yeah. I, you know, it's just that, you know, I was just, just on yesterday, you know, I was thanking God from, from where he bought me from. You know, I was thinking about, you know, being, when I was homeless, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, you know, just, just running from the pain, you know, running from domestic violence. I had got to a point where I put myself in situations to be homeless so that I can get over it. But God was speaking to me and just telling me that, you know, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. If you if you allow me to come into your life and you allow me to heal you, I'm going to take care of you. And that's what God is doing. 
Absolutely, man. I'm so, again, I'm like super proud of you. This book has got so much joy in me, even though it's a serious book. But just the fact that someone finally had enough courage to say, let's capture everything and then put it into this story. And it might be based on personal experiences or it might be based on somebody else's personal experiences. Yeah. But we all yeah. deal with personal experiences. So I think that's the key beauty of becoming an author is when you get to take these stories and help somebody else that might be dealing with this situation as of right now and might be like hey i'm gonna read this book and it might be some guidelines and uh to try to teach a person okay this is what i gotta do to get out of it and yeah. you know it's just something that i think we should cherish and also be more aware of in our communities yeah and, and um i want to put this out there um there's one chapter in there that actually talks about my life experience. It talks about, you know, the things that led to domestic violence. It talks about, you know, um, when I was a kid, the things that happened in my childhood that led me to domestic violence. You know, the molestation, the rape, the hurt, the pain. It talks about how I had to let it go, how you have to forgive in order to move on. Because if you don't have forgiveness, you can never move on. Because every time you get to a happy place in your life, there's always going to be some event that's going to come up, a past event. It's going to come up. This is going to stop your process. True. And then you got to start true. all over again. Because God wants to deal with the mind mentally. He wants to deal with the mental issue. Right. And I think there's some of us out there that just would rather just keep running, keep running. Like you say, you toting that baggage in every relationship. You got these trust issues. You got these insecurities, yeah. these self-doubts, even self-love issues. And if you're not reciprocating some kind of communication with your significant other to say, look, I come from a broken part of my life to try to pick up these pieces that you're trying to put back together. But you're just not going to be able to, you know, put shattered glass back together you perfectly. Can't. Yeah, you can't. Become stained glass and you trying to make a whole new image out of what I used to be. And let's just yeah. be honest, we're not the same people after those type of situations because we constantly got to uh -huh. guard up. We're constantly in fear. It's always going to be moments where we might get up and you look on the side of the bed and I might just be gone. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's, that's, the, that's the issue now with um, relationships. We people get into relationships off of feelings. You know, it felt good to me. So that's why I'm, I'm going to stay in the relationship. Well, what about those days where your significant other is down and they don't feel like being bothered? What are you going to do then? Are you going to leave the relationship? Are, um, are you healed enough to deal with the situation? Let's just be honest. Some of us ain't. We're not mentally strong enough because we don't right. know as a male, from my perspective, there's not instances where our brain is saying, okay, something bothering her really, really torturing her soul, but I don't have the strength to want to touch your shoulder and say, hey, babe, you okay? Let's talk this out. Let's go get you some help. My mind is, okay, she'll be all right. I'll just leave her in a room, give her some time to herself. Mm -hmm. But all you doing is leaving her to channel all this frustration and anger that she lashing out on you or she might want to lash out on herself because she don't know what to do with this part of her broken chapters of her life. Right. That's good. So That's a just, good one. I'm, I've seen a lot of it, though, over the years in my experience. Mm-hmm. So where are you oh, at in your life right now, though? You 
happy right now or are you still working on building you more? I'm in I'm in a happy place right now. I'm single, you know. I'm dealing with my issues, dealing with me, letting God heal me. I'm in a place that I never thought that I would ever be in. And that's what that's having a peace of mind. That's the thing that everybody's seeking. Some people paying for a peace of mind when all you got to do is just give your frustrations to God and he'll give you a peace of mind. And then I have I have joy that I've never had before, have never had in a long time. I see, because you definitely are glowing now. I mean, Thank that you. smile definitely has a purpose now for being on your face. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. So when are we hitting the bookshelves with the green light? You say it's coming up May 23rd, um, correct? May 23rd. Um, Amazon, they're going to deliver my copies. I was trying to get my copies earlier, but all I could do is just be patient. Maybe God just doing something in the midst of that. Maybe he putting something else together because I also got to do my photos and all that stuff. But the book is actually on Amazon for anybody who wants to order it. But the author copies aren't going to come until the 23rd. Okay, definitely got to wait for the hard copy. I would like to have a hard copy. Uh, it's cool having uh -huh. a digital copy, but a lot of times technology seems to let us down. So it's good to have, maybe I might just go ahead and do both copies. You know, right. support, okay. supporting Black authors, because I support Lakeisha as well with her book that she had wrote, which she was on a previous podcast. So when you have authors on a podcast segment, it's real fun and easy to work with as opposed to just any general people because they know exactly what they're here to accomplish right and you're telling stories which is the whole significant purpose of podcast so for this being your first go around you're a natural <laughs> right thank you oh of course of course so anything else you want to discuss with our listeners i just want to i just want to say to every listener out there that no matter what your situation is, no matter where you are in your life right now, just take some time and just deal with yourself and, you know, give your issues to God and forgive. That's, that's, the, that's the most important thing today. I just want everybody to forgive. Forgive and you will see that doors will start to open in your life. Don't let doors that you've been waiting for for years to stay closed. But let God, you know, deal with your life and let God deal in your heart. Let him heal the hurt, the pain. I know it's, it's, it's a listener out there somewhere that's been dealing with pain for years. And you just, you want to let it go, but you don't know how to let it go. But I'm telling you, there's a God that is willing to take everything that you're going through and he's willing to heal it. Absolutely. Great message, man. So that means no more hiding in the shadows, listeners. It's okay now. We can talk about it now, definitely. And that's what I try to encourage on most of my shows when it comes to dealing with, you know, mental health and things of that nature is the importance of paying attention to the science. A lot of us are so blind to the science because we caught up in our selfish ways of that ain't my problem. You call me two or three o'clock in the morning. I might be like, man, I'm going, I'm just not going to sleep. There ain't nothing we got to discuss. That might've been your final moment to, you know, help save a person in a situation. So you just have to be right. mindful of people that's really crying out for help, but only trust right. a certain few of people to help them. Sounds good. Well, yes. So, and any more things you've got lined up for us? 
Basically, this is your um, moment to shine. This is your episode. After, after waiting for, after waiting for the green light, um, he bought me a Bentley's gonna come out, and I think that's gonna be a great read. So I'm asking really everyone to um support me on that also. They better all the Facebook, social media. If you follow her on social media, you would know that that book had us waiting every time she dropped a snippet and then she closed it off for us not to know what was going to happen next. They're going to talk about tune in next week for whatever going to happen with it. Yes, I was remember reading that. Had me up on my phone <laughs> reading interesting parts of that story because I was upset because I could have put a story together like that. Like that should have been me in that book. That's definitely my role. <laughs> well, maybe we maybe we'll do that in the future. Hey, I'm all for it. I'm definitely for it. <laughs> what? That's so awesome, man. Again, I am super proud of you and your accomplishment. Even, you know, on your wonderful joys of being a mother as well. You're doing your thing in that department. Not giving up is definitely a salute to you. Mm-hmm. You definitely got to come back to the, you got to come back to the city, though. The city miss you. Yeah. Okay, maybe not the city, but I miss you being in the city to just okay. Well, we'll get together sometime. Most definitely. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all got an exclusive one-on-one with Arthur Nakemia McMillan. Hope y'all go get that book May twenty-third. You can get the digital copy on Amazon, and you heard the first exclusive interview right here on Who They Want podcast. Tune in for our next show. We out, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and thanks for having me. You're very welcome, love. Anytime. Have Come a great back day, everyone. Okay. <laughs> you too. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Man. Uh, the real why, like I said about the pre pre keynote generator, they want to be a game member, but like, they don't know what the game side is about because they just seen what they favorite out doing, like, like Young Boy, Kodak, the, you know, the little going on and on. Like, they, like the song I put out called These Just Don't Give It What, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about these just not nah, just reckless. Like, I thought we were reckless at the time, but like, we weren't that reckless at the time. But you know, these just getting reckless nowadays. I'm like, wow. Like, dang, like, they just, wow. Too much wild, man. They don't. They don't find doing fun stuff is cool no more. It's all about being in a game, grabbing a pistol, and taking out their next opponent, They ops. It's so much hatred. And we come from a city of love and respect and honor. Respect and, and love, man. Everything. And That's why- we don't, we're, we're tarnishing that because of there's no more role models. So I feel like it's being tarnished by the lack of people stepping up to be a positive influence and, you know, make a difference in these people's lives. It's just sad that they don't have no more role models. Like, we we had role models that, you know what I'm saying, get on earth. Cause, you know, like, they didn't want to do the same thing that they were doing. Because, you know, like, like once I look back and say, like, wow, like, we used to had lost the like vetting all you like oh you like oh you had at the school like, oh you you had man sitting like you had no program that that kept on the right path but but like at the high school like hey man you go you go see stuff that you don't have no business doing you will see somebody being game like oh you will be somebody selling drawers and all this stuff like you know like I'm like hey like 
don't do it. But same time, you like, you know what I'm saying? Or in your mind, you think you're grown, but like, you're a child still. You go, you will see the consequences that you don't want to deal with. That's why I always preach about that because, you know, I live and I learn that experience. But you know why I live and learn experience? Cause, uh, cause I, because I need that team me to say, don't do this again, ever again. That's real. I respect your thoughts. I respect your wisdom, bro. I really do. You're still that same cool dude, but you done got wise over the years. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people say, because I'm like, you 